This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, we're having a lot of fun on this week's show because I sure love the Western United States. You know, Jamie's in the show here. Jamie, the mighty one, Urker, <laughs> is uh, our communications director and producer on the show. But, you know, the Western Conservative Summit, I've been running this thing now for seven years. John ran it for six years prior to that. And I, it just dawned on me one day that we have this great name that we never really focus in on, Western. Yeah. And everything that comes with Western. You're a Colorado native, aren't you? I am. I'm a Colorado native. Uh, there's yeah. so much that's unique and special about the Western United States that I appreciate. And we're talking about, or we're talking with organizations that help make that unique. One of them is the Roundup Riders of the Rockies. We're very grateful to have the president of the Roundup Riders of the Rockies, uh, Scott Stewart. And if you missed the first two segments, go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. We talk about the history of 3R. We talk about the type of men that make up this organization. And this is an organization whose mission is really the perpetuation of the Western tradition, which I just love. I've written articles before about what makes the Western United States unique, what makes a Western conservative unique, that commitment to family, tradition, hard work. There's an individuality that comes which that's unique about the Western United States. You got to kind of head out alone with your family uh, from St. Louis or uh, independence. If you ever played the Oregon Trail, you had to head out from independence with your family and, and make it on your own. But then there's also a community commitment and there's an environmental stewardship. I, I want to pass on this great, beautiful Rocky Mountain region to my children, but it's got to be managed well. And that's something that we care deeply about. And the Roundup Riders of the Rockies have a foundation that they're investing in and so, Scott, tell us a little bit about this foundation, the work you guys are doing to preserve trails throughout Colorado. You bet. Well, the Heritage and Trails Foundation was uh, created by the Roundup Riders a number of years ago. And the reason being is to help make sure that the trails within Colorado are, are maintained properly and maybe even new trails developed. And obviously that takes, that takes time and effort and money and, and so forth. And so the foundation is very active in working with a lot of the uh, land managers, as we, we mentioned uh, earlier, the different uh, forest districts, di different national forests, um, uh, some of the areas that, that need help in, in funding and so forth, and, and actual manpower in uh, maintaining and upgrading trails. Uh, and again, for all uses, not just our own. In fact, it's rare that we do ride on some of the trails that some of our, our foundation money has gone to. So, uh, But it is always a pleasure to, to do that. So again, you know, very much focused on Colorado, our, our you know, our, our just amazing uh, natural environment here in the in the mountains and so forth, and making sure that those that want to go and enjoy and and be part of that uh, are able to do so. If you go to heritageandtrails.org, you can see a whole series of grants and projects. I mean, years of projects that these guys have committed to, and so I mean, they really are they're good Western men. Uh, they're caring for their families, they're providing for their families, they're caring for the environment and investing back into it, which I just think is great. Uh, Scott, I always love stories. People love stories. Share with us some some of your favorite moments being out there on those rides. Well, I'll tell you one, just, uh, uh, just this, this last year, we were down um, in the Rio Grande National Forest, down about halfway between 
Creed and Lake City, Colorado, which anyone that knows that area knows that's just a spectacular part of the eastern San Juan Mountains. And uh, one of our rides, one of the days uh, that, that we rode, our camp was uh, located about 9,500 feet elevation, wow. uh, right at the head of uh, Rio Grande Reservoir. We left at 6.30 in the morning, and we rode from 9,500 feet to almost 13,000 feet, and then back and around and, and back down to the camp. 24 miles later, we rode into camp. And I'll tell you what, I don't think I've ever seen as many smiles and people who were just in awe of what we saw. During that day, we saw two huge herds of elk up high, several deer here and there, uh, even ran into a couple uh, bull moose that were up in a just a beautiful high mountain stream, and, and they watched us for a while, and then they lost interest and went back to eating. But, you know, just, again, it just brings home, a, uh, you know, just that, that feeling of, of being one with, with the mountains here in Colorado. And I have to say it was just, uh, it was almost, uh, you know, just gave you chills to, to be there, see that kind of country, and, and be part of it. Do the horses enjoy was, it as much as the cowboys do? You know, I, that's a great question, Jeff, and I'm going to say, uh, I'll speak for my horse. I've got a horse that I've had since he was three years old. He's now 19, and uh, he lives for this. This is his, this is his job, and uh, we have, uh, and maybe if I could just take a second, I'll describe what our camp setup is like. Yeah, please. Because I, I mentioned earlier we have 14 tents. Each one of those tents uh, holds, you know, 12, 13 guys, something like that. Um, and then when we have, uh, we, then we have a big kind of a big top we call it. That's where we have all our meals and, and so forth, and and they're cooked by a camp crew that comes along to do that for us. And then we have picket lines, which are long lines of of about uh, two inch rope that we tie horses to, and they'll be across the line from each other and next to each other and so forth. And horses, you know, they're they're a very social animal. They they're a herd animal. They like being with others, and so uh, they're comfortable in that setting. There, there might be a few little disputes, and that can be, you know, solved pretty easily by just moving them around on the, on the picket lines until they find somebody they like. <laughs> that happens pretty rarely. But I know, again, I'm going to speak from my horse's uh, his perspective is he knows when I hook up the trailer to go to the big ride, he's ready. He's hanging over the fence of his corral looking at the trailer, making sure I don't forget anything, especially him. Uh, and it is interesting that, that the relationships that they form with the other horses on their picket line and, and all the rest. So I'm going to say, you know, and on the day that I just described, which is that's that is a hard day of riding for a horse. It's later later in the week, so you know the horses were fairly conditioned to the altitude and all the rest. But not a one one of the horses had any kind of an issue on the trailer when they got him back into camp, and that says a lot about the way that they're conditioned before you even get to the ride. But then, just good good management of the ride, the pace is right, the, the climbs. You know, when there's climbs, we just stop for what we call blows, or for them to catch their breath for 30 seconds or a minute or so. Um, and when that all happens, you have a ride like that to where the horses are happy, the men are happy, and uh, it, it's a memory that will, will stay with us for a, a long, long time. Now, does anyone ever break out a guitar and a harmonica, and you guys have a little <laughs> uh, entertainment in the evening time? We have some very talented guys on the ride, and actually they do. I have a, one of the, the men in, in my tent, who's actually also my dentist, um, he is an incredible mandolin player, and he always uh, will favor us with, with some of our favorite songs there. But to that point, uh, uh, four nights during the ride, we do actually have entertainment that we bring in. We have a little stage trailer that we set up that's set up for, for them to be able to have a uh, uh, you know a good environment for all of their 
their sound systems and their instruments and so forth. It's covered because, as we know, it can rain uh, in the high country. But we bring in some really uh, fun uh, Western music artists. Uh, one that we had just this last year was uh, Dave Stamey, who's a well-known cowboy artist uh, uh, in the country, and we brought in Red Steagle in the past and, and some others. So just some really good entertainment that we enjoy after dinner around the campfire. Talking with Scott Stewart, the president of the Roundup Riders of the Rockies, an organization dedicated to the perpetuation of the Western tradition. And the Rocky Mountains is just, it's like a big playground. So I, I'm an ultra runner. I've run the Leadville 100, tried to complete it. I haven't finished it entirely. I got about 75 miles in before I collapsed on that one. But I ran a great race called the Trans Rockies, which is a um, six-day multi-stage running race from Buena Vista all the way to uh, Beaver Creek, Colorado. And you stop in Red Cliff and Camp Hale and Vail, Colorado and Leadville and all these great towns. And you have a lot of these kind of cool old Western mining towns. I mean, the stories of Leadville are just historic. I mean, it was at one point it was, one, it was the largest city between St. Louis and San Francisco. It was almost our capital. Did you know that? Leadville, Colorado was one vote away from being the capital of the state of Colorado. Isn't That's that wild. I never knew that. Yeah. So yeah, you have all this kind of fun up there in the Rocky Mountains. And we've had a great time being able to talk with Scott Stewart, who's the president of the Roundup Riders of the Rockies. And you can find out more information by going to roundupriders.com. They've also got a great foundation that's serving and producing kind of trails out there in, uh, the, in the Rocky Mountains that uh, you can help support. It's called the Heritage and trails foundation and that is at heritageandtrails.org when we come back i'm going to talk to scott a little bit about some of the ag issues that we're facing here in the western united states scott's got a great background he's the president of stewart strategic management services also was also is the managing director of the national livestock producers association and former ceo of the cattlemen's beef promotion and research research board so when we come back from the commercials, we're going to dive into kind of this rural-urban divide and what are the main issues that the ag community is really facing. So similar to what we do at the Western Conservative Summit, we want to elevate Western issues. A lot of the news media isn't covering what those rural communities are dealing with, what the ag community is dealing with in the state of Colorado. And these are the food producers for us. These are the people that are putting on your plate your food. You don't get your food from the supermarket. It doesn't just magically grow at the supermarket. That's the end result of a tremendous amount of work, oftentimes by families, not necessarily big operations, but families in this state that uh, are dealing with their own issues. And so we're going to want to cover those when we come back after this commercial. Uh, you're listening to the Frontier Freedom Radio Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University, a university on a mission to train up the next generation of young Christian conservatives in a variety of fields to make a big impact on this culture. So we have Christian conservative business people, Christian conservative teachers, Christian conservative counselors, Christian conservative pastors, all of that coming from Colorado Christian University, a fantastic institution. You can learn more by going to ccu.edu. We'll be back after these messages, so stick around. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. 